It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everyone, it's Ron Johnson. This is the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. On today's show, I got Josh Metellus, Vikings safety, University of Michigan grad as well. So Gopher fans, Vikings fans, Big Ten football fans, you're not going to want to miss this one. Stay tuned. Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast. It's endless Minnesota Vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts. Now the Ron Johnson Show. On the field, in the broadcast booth, Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. He's played with them, hung out with them, and grown up with all the big names in Minnesota sports. They're hanging out with Ron Johnson. It's the Ron Johnson Show on the Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast. And it starts now. And now hanging with the Ron Johnson segment, we got Josh Metellus, former Big Ten. So, I mean, I had to get a Big Ten player in here. You know, we got, got a load of Big Ten over the SEC. Uh, we had, you know, I've, I've had Justin Jefferson. I've talked to Adam Thielen, Mankato State. But, you know, we got to get the Big Ten guys in here, man. You know, Cam Bynum was Cal. You know, so we got a pack. I don't even know if the Pac-12 or Pac-10 still exists. They're about to go under. under <laughs> but we got a Big Ten guy in here, man. So I got to start there. Josh Martellus, thanks for joining me on the Ron Johnson Show. Let's jump out there, man. Like right now in the Big Ten, and I've asked a lot of players this, uh, you know, from, like I said, from Cam Bynum to Spice Adams to whoever. Penn State was one of, and you, you're too young to remember this, but when I played, Penn State <laughs> was new to the Big Ten. And uh, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you're going to have USC and UCLA join the Big Ten. Like yeah, what, when crazy. you saw that, yeah, what are your thoughts on that when you saw that? Yeah, that, that, that's that's crazy. I mean, for for one California team, all I'm thinking is traveling wise. I'm like, <laughs> that's going that's going to be a lot of traveling for both for both sides for every team that's in the Midwest and then uh, the two Cali teams or the two West, out West teams. But I mean, I mean, if they want if they think they can hang, because I mean, the the talk has been always been like you know the Pac-12 hasn't you know played that same football as the Big Ten and the SEC. So I mean, if they, if they think they can hang. You know, we, we welcoming it. I mean, I, I'm happy I ain't got to go way out to L.A. to go play a team like that. But, <laughs> I mean, I, I, think, I, think it's, I, think it's, I think it's good that they're expanding, though. I think a Big Ten, the Big Ten needs some more teams that, you know, is at least looked at as powerhouses. Because the, for some reason, that we top to bottom, we, 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 I think we're the deepest conference by far, but they, they yeah. never talk about that. So, adding yeah. some more so, depth. Yeah, looking at Big Ten, man, Michigan, Blake Cor- Corum, uh, running back in Ooh. Michigan, one of the best in the Big Ten. He's got a lot of money, though, outside of football already with the NIL set up. If you were to put yourself back in college sports, what companies would you want to kind of do business with from an NIL standpoint? Uh, Food, for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> that way you in college, you ain't got to spend your money on food. Uh, so any, 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 food, any food company that wanted to do a deal with me, I would have did that. Probably a car as well, cause it need a whip. Got got to have a car. I seen a lot of as a couple is the old lineman uh, from Michigan. He he's like a Ferrari deal or something like that. Expensive yeah. foreign car. I'm like, oh, I, that's what I said. So I'm like, yeah, I would definitely did one of those. Uh, I mean, a candy deal, cause I, I'm obsessed with candy. It, it, probably like you know, like some high chews or some some that you can have all day and just snack on. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would have dabbled in whatever came my way, to be honest. I would have took advantage of that. I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of Got out of food, I like that. Yeah, I gotta, I'm, I'm like lucky that. a little bit sick I didn't get to experience that, but it's all good. 
So let's jump back into your college days. You know, you were a standout player at Michigan. Uh, you know, Michigan, Michigan State, that's coming up this week. I saw mm-hmm. TJ Duckett just posted that they don't like y'all, y'all don't like them. Uh, we all remember <laughs> the whole, the, the Devin White, you know, stepping on the Michigan State. And I'm from Detroit. So I went to King High School, so I visited both Michigan and, and Michigan State. Uh, I ended up picking over Penn State. I had to pick a Minnesota just because I knew I could play as a freshman here. But when, when you look at Michigan, Michigan State, and that rivalry, uh, what what are some of your best memories of that? Um, best memories, I remember uh, one year we played them out there. My best friend uh, uh, growing up, uh, best friend on the team as well, Devin Bush, scraped up their sideline. I mean, scraped up their, uh, their logo. So you were part of that. You were part of that. Yeah, and, it, and I, I, that was one of my favorite moments because then I think we had one of our best defensive games that year. I don't, even, I don't think they got a third down conversion. I think they barely got past the fifty all game. Like so, that, that was just a good moment, and, and we beat them at at, at their home. So it, it, it was good. It was, we beat them in East Lansing. So yeah, I think that was one of one of my favorite moments in the rivalry. But I mean, it was always chippy. A lot, a lot of trash talk going on. A lot of players getting into it. You know, I yeah. just think it was just a, it, it was a, it was a college atmosphere. You know, what you would expect from a co- two college teams in the same state. And, I mean, take us back to that day, though. Like, I mean, everybody remembers Devin White doing it. Michigan State does the, you know, the arm hold as they're coming out. Michigan players are already on the field warming up. A little talk goes back and forth, you know, and it reminds me of King Cass, so I understand that. Uh, I hate the green and white as well, so I'm with you on that one. Uh, but but in that moment, when he started, like, tearing the field apart, Michigan State players start coming over there trying to fight, like, what was going through everybody's head in that moment? Uh, let's let's get the game started now, because now, you know, blood, <laughs> blood, blood pumping, you know, like, they just broke us apart. We thinking, like, we got to go. Like, we got to go, you know, fight back. You know, our, our brother in the middle of that whole situation, you know, we think we got to go help him. And then, I don't know if you noticed, but it was a it was a rain delay. So, and we okay. all, we get all pumped up, riled up. They send everybody to the <laughs> locker room and rain delay. So, now now we sitting here for, like, an hour, blood boiling still. Like, damn, we can't wait to get out there. Like, now we, like, then now, you know, we got some people not not as mad, you know, not kind of like, right. um, but it was like, I don't know. It was, it was, it was, uh, it was definitely a, a bunch of emotions going up and down. But I think we got pretty settled before before the game. I, th- I think the rain delay kind of helped because I think we would have went out there and tried to do something that wasn't going to pertain to winning. So <laughs> I think I think the rain, the rain delay the rain delay saved us for real. That's like Mother Nature, first, man. I, that's a true. That's a true mother sending y'all to y'all room for a little bit to calm down, and then let's get y'all back together. But now, what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say because at first I wasn't even on the field. I had uh, I was in the locker room getting ready to go out to the field and and i heard that they were walking like a group of them like the whole team walking the line holding hands and then that's when i started to make my way out but yeah uh i was just like that 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 whole situation was just <laughs> had, had my blood boiling Lisa said. <laughs> I, I know for sure i was blood boiling so let's go back to draft day um you know that that whole weekend is a is a strenuous kind of you know, nerve-wracking. I mean, I was drafted in the fourth round of the Baltimore Ravens. I was a third-round phone call, and then that trade happened with the Browns. Um, and and so, you know, it, it's one of those things that you remember little moments. Like, what do you remember from that weekend and then ended up a Minnesota Viking? Uh, key moments. I mean, I'd probably say uh, I didn't speak to – I didn't speak to Minnesota that – I would say that much throughout my draft process – but I, I do remember the day before the draft, 
that uh, I had one of the assistant coaches, uh, you know, contact me and we spoke and we had a real good talk. And I, I don't know why, for some reason, he stuck out. He stood out to me, even though I, I didn't think I would get drafted by Minnesota, just because I haven't had too many talks with him uh, leading up to that point. Uh, another another moment that really stood out that weekend. I mean, just watching watching all my boys get drafted. Uh, you know, I I just took pride in you know knowing that you know playing at, in the Big Ten, playing you know at Michigan. You know, we had a lot of guys league ready. You know, it was, it was just a good. It was good to see everybody. Uh, you know, happy with their family. You know, it was COVID time too, so you know, uh, it was just a lot of stuff going on. So you know, it was just good to see the smiles on people's faces in a dark time in the world. But, uh, I mean, I think for me, uh, just thinking I wasn't going to get called and then getting that call, I think that just made the weekend for me. Like, uh, you know, assuming, you know, everybody assuming they're going to get drafted. But, you know, I'm a day three guy. And uh, leading up to leading up to that day, you know, it was just skeptical, you know, didn't know what was going to happen. And, you know, to get that call, you know, that really made that really made my life. And and let's talk about this defensive change. You look at the coaches, like you said, a new voice in this new three four scheme, mm-hmm. new you know new coverage, new everything. Uh, what's that been like from the voice? You know, the new voices of coaches, kind of you know getting you guys where you're supposed to be. Uh, it's been it's been great. It's been great. Uh, I think the uh, the shift in the locker room has definitely shown. Um, you know, especially with uh, the results we've been able to put in through throughout these uh, first seven weeks. But you know, just the new voices, the uh, I think you know just the confidence we're building in each other and the connections we're building in this uh, in this building right now is something special. And you know uh, these coaches have a lot to do with that. You know these new voices have a lot to do with that. You know, and I think uh, as a team as as a, as a team and as players, you know we we really you know rely on the fact that you know our coaches are you know our leaders, you know uh, are speaking the right things to us. And, and so speaking of the leaders, Harrison Smith. Uh, you know, he's yep. one of the best safeties Bingo. in the league. He's going to go down as one of the best safeties in Vikings history and NFL history. You talk about interceptions. What have you learned uh, from having Harrison Smith as a mentor? Uh, I've learned a lot. Uh, I, I would say uh, my game these past three years has definitely jumped a lot, and that's a test to Harrison Smith and the way he carries himself, uh, the way he just approaches every week, every practice, every game. You know, I think that, that uh, you know, it, it sheds off to everybody else in the room. You know, I know me uh, coming in when I found out I was getting drafted by the uh, Vikings, first thing I thought about was Harrison Smith. And, you know, to actually get around him and see how great of a guy he is on and off the field, you know, I think it's just been, you know, uh, I've been feeding off of it. And, you know, the more the more time I get with him, the more I feel like I'm just going to better my game. You know, I'm just excited to be playing with him. You know, guys like Pat P too, you know, like guys like that you learn a lot from. Guys who played a lot of football, so you know it's definitely great having that type of that type of player. Not only that type of player, that type of uh, teammate in the locker room. And I'm gonna take you back, way back. I don't know if you remember this preseason. <laughs> I, I just looked up a tweet because I always like to see when I tweet about <laughs> players because I did cover you. Uh, I do a lot of stuff for Vikings.com. So when when the draft happens, myself and Gabe Henderson, we do a lot of uh, back and forth videos for Vikings.com. So I know when they drafted you. I was high up on that because of the Big Ten. I love Big Ten players. I think they, you're mm-hmm. right. I think a lot of Big Ten players come in NFL ready, uh, as well as SEC. I mean, I think both Big Ten and yeah, SEC players sure. kind of come in Big Ten ready from beating each other up uh, all season. And then you get into the Big Ten or into the NFL, and you're like, okay, it's faster, but strategically, strength wise, I think I can do this. Yeah. Um, and so I was excited about that. And then, so let's go back to the preseason, though. So before I jump into your special teams, because you've had some big plays this year on defense and special teams, but preseason against the Raiders. 
There was a play where a ball, like you should have interception yeah. preseason, yeah, right ball hit you in the chest. Right yeah, right before the half, I said, because, you know, last year before half, uh, the Vikings defense struggled. This year, the last two minutes mm -hmm. and 30 seconds, Kirk Cousins is the number one quarterback in the NFL, and the defense mm -hmm. is one of the best defenses in the NFL. And so you had a chance on the pre preseason. doesn't matter. We know that. But you had a chance to get a pick, <laughs> and it hit you in the chest. Like, did that go back to your head? Like, man, if this ever happens again, I cannot, like, drop this ball. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean, just any chance you get to make a play on defense, you know, if you don't make that play, that's going through your head, especially – throughout the whole the whole season. So yeah, I mean when I was in that spot, uh I definitely, you know, tried to take the most and you know, uh, you know, take advantage of my opportunities because you know, they don't come too often, especially you know playing DB, you know, you never know when is your going to be your time. So you just got to make the most out of those opportunities. Yeah, and 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 talking about making the most of those opportunities, you and your DBs have two of the best receivers in the NFL, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. What is that like in practice with those battles? Uh, trying to figure out how to whether you have a cloud coverage over the top to help, whether you're going to have to come down in the box and cover one of them in a the slot. Uh, like, what what is that like day in and day out working against two of the best receivers in the league? Uh, it's it's great. Uh, I mean, you know, as as a DB, you want guys like that to go against and, and uh, sharpen your your uh, craft, sharpen your uh, tools, and you know, going against especially uh, you know just the the combo of what those guys bring to the uh, to the team. You know. Jet, you know, he's quick, but he's not only quick, he's fast. You know, you got Thielen, who's a technician. So, you know, you just get you get the best of both worlds. And, you know, the, those guys love to compete. So, you know, you're going to get their best all the time. You know, they give you little tidbits on what you should do. You know, we just get each other better, better and, you know, it shows on Sundays. Yeah, well, we're going to jump into the daily three in a minute. But before we do that, make sure you guys check out the Minnesota football party on Mondays and Thursdays. Get your Vikings fixed with Arif Hassan, Luke Inman, Luke Braun, and Sam Ekstrom on Locked On Sports Minnesota. We have a word from our sponsors. BetOnline.net, your number one source for football betting and basketball betting as the NBA season gets underway. Find all the latest player developments and team matchups, including Vikings-Cardinals, Vikings favored by three and a half heading into that game they started out at five so people are backing the cardinals and as always bet online remains your continued source for all sports wagering information with up to the minute scores for every sport out there head to their website today to get the latest or check out your mobile device bet online where the game starts all right so here we go josh this is the daily three it's three questions three minutes so it's, it's real quick and easy it's going to be a clock that's going to pop up. You got three minutes. You can take, you know, the whole time if you want. If you stop early, I'll fill in and kind of give you my thoughts on it because I'm an Avengers guy too. Like, I watch them all. <laughs> uh, some of the college stuff I'm going to ask you, I have I have responses as well about coaches and stuff. So it's kind of like a little fun game we play uh, on the show. And so here we go. First question, as I asked you already before, you're an Avengers guy. If you were an yes, Avenger, who would you be? Or Marvel comic, you know, you could be a Guardian of the Galaxy, whatever. Who would you be? And then, knowing Thanos was coming back, you had to grab three of your teammates, and they had to embody an Avenger or Marvel Comics character. Who would those three teammates be, and, and who would they be? <laughs> Good question. I like that. Uh, first off, for me, I would say I'm either – I got two. You know, I, I, I'm either – I was a, a big Hulk guy growing up. You okay. Know, big Hulk guy. Uh, but I'm also a fan of Spider-Man. And okay. uh, I would say – so if I if I had to bring my teammates with me, I'll say I'll be Spider Man, so that way we could let one of the bigger guys be Hulk. Uh, so 
I'm, I'll let like you, uh, Daniel Hunter, great Hulk. He'll be a great Hulk. Okay, no question. You built like him, <laughs> everything. So we'll, we'll get we'll give that to uh, Daniel Hunter. He's coming with me. Uh, Iron Man, we'll give that to. Uh, we'll give Iron Man. Hmm, who we'll give Iron Man to? Actually, let's 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 uh, let's pick somebody else. I'll I'll say let's pick Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith to be my Captain America, okay for sure, our leader. Uh, then I'll have uh, Iron Man. I'm picking three people to bring with me, so this is my last yeah. one. Yep, yep. Iron Man. You got another I'll one, though. You can bring another one too. Adam, Adam Thielen could be our Iron Man. Adam and who Demon else? And let's throw Man. a bonus one in there. Who else would you bring? Because you sound like you got somebody else in mind. Well, nah, uh, 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 nah, we're good. We're we're good there. You go with that? Okay. Because, like, group. for me, I, I I do I like that. I like that. For me, I know before I always had uh, Kirk Cousins, for some reason, as Captain America because of, like, some of the scenes mm-hmm. where Captain America, like, finally curses and everybody's like, wait a minute, did you just curse? <laughs> and, they, and they made fun of him for, like, the next couple of days. Yeah. So I, I do like Kirk Cousins as Captain <laughs> America because I actually had Harrison Smith as Hawkeye. Like, Harrison Smith sitting up. Ooh, I feel like, because he, you know what I mean? Like, he's sneaky. Cool. He dresses in black. That, he wants to sit is. up in a, in a on top cool. of somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And just kind of real laid back. House. I'd have to say. Um, pretty, I'm pretty sure because Hawkeye, Hawkeye got a, uh, his house was in the middle of nowhere. I'm pretty exactly. Sure, like, uh, yep. Like back in his offseason home, he got like a little, how many, however many acres with his house sitting <laughs> probably in the middle of nowhere doing yard work. Exactly. So probably same thing, yeah. Like they had one, no idea, like no idea he's got a wife and kids. Like that's that's Harrison exactly, for you. Yeah. Like all of a sudden his wife pop up, she pregnant, they got a baby. Like, dude, when did this happen? Like <laughs> already had kids. And, then, yep. and I'm gonna go Quasi though as Nick Fury. Like Quasi would be Ooh, Nick Fury behind the, the scenes, putting it yeah, exactly, putting it all together. Yep. So that's 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 the group I'm putting together. But I mean, I, I could talk Avengers all day. Uh, but we gotta move on to the next one. Next question. So you already kind of gave me your favorite college moment because I'm going to go to Michigan, Michigan State. I'm going to switch this up a little bit, a little audible, a little Omaha. I, I did coach for the coach, so I know when Peyton would do this. A little Omaha for you. If you had to go back and look at, like, Coach Harbaugh, for instance, at Michigan, or, you know, like, a, or your DB coach there, but Coach Harbaugh, like, what, what, what advice or kind of team speech has Harbaugh given that you have, like, kept with you? Uh, I, w- I would say this one thing that he says is, I mean, it doesn't have to, it doesn't pertain too much to football, but right. something that he said that stuck, that stuck with me, he used to always talk about how the days are long, but the years are short. And uh, right. that's just a quote that's just always been, you know, going through my, going through my head these past years. You know, I've, I've since I met Harbaugh, that was like almost eight years ago, you know, so it's just crazy to see I'm that far removed from uh that that situation i was in in my life you know being college student athlete Mm -hmm. and you know that that just always stuck with me because it is true in my opinion the days are long but the years are short yeah man because it's going by fast like i i I know like for you you're like man my rookie year went fast and now all of a sudden you know now into you know my nfl career is going fast so yeah so life does go fast man like it's it's, so i do like that one uh and now let's fast forward to kevin o'connell he is here uh, he is the new voice of the Vikings, a new coach. He's the new, you know, he's bringing the 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 the, the connectors, what they call them, trying to be the connected guy within this. What what are some like locker room speeches or things he said or advice he's giving you guys uh, as a head coach? Because I'll say like Tony Dungy, when I was on his staff, um, I, I used to love his 
speeches to the players and i had you know i'm having reggie wayne on we're gonna have pierre garcon on santana moss and they all kind of remember some of those speeches but tony would always tell players like if you got to do some stuff so like what like one guy asked about a bulletproof vest he's like if you got to wear a bulletproof vest i don't know who you're hanging out with but you're not gonna make it long <laughs> you know like tony would always kind of have a funny but like a kind of a truth to it um and, and so we used to love that as a staff just to see him embody what he put in his books but if you look at kevin o'connell what are some things he's kind of told you guys early on that you're like, man, I I, I get it, coach? Uh, I, I would say, you know, our, our team motto is our way, our our team, our process. And uh, I think that that relates a lot to just the team we are. Like, we're very complimentary, complimentary team. Like, you know, we have special teams taking over when the offense, defense can't get stuff going. Defense taking over when the offense or special teams can't get stuff going. Offense taking over when the other two can't get stuff going. And, you know, that's just like a testament to – how we approach uh, just being connected and knowing each other in and out. You know, uh, he preaches a lot about, you know, getting to know each other and being able to trust somebody. When you out here on this green grass or on this green turf, you need to be able to trust your teammates. And, you know, we've been doing that uh, a lot. He's been stressing that a lot. And, you know, I think it's uh, been boding well for us this season. I mean, it's showing right now. You know, I think the closer we get and the more, you know, the more great things we're going to be able to do throughout this season. So him just, you know, keeping us together and always letting us know that we're always leaning on each other. I think that's a that's a big thing he does. I love that. That's dope. That's dope right there. So if you think about this last one, so last one, fun one. Um, Kirk Cousins, to me, has come out of his shell. Like, I feel like Kirk Cousins is a little bit more relaxed. He's having fun. He's allowing guys to, like, post stuff about him on social media. He's not really protecting his, you know, Kirk Cousins, like, okay, I can't say anything to get in trouble. I can't do anything that might look weird on social media. Like, he's just having fun, like throwing the diamond chains on. I don't think Kirk would have done that three years ago. Like, I don't feel like he would have felt comfortable. What is a great memory or, or like, thing? What's your best thing you love about Kirk Cousins on the field that's happened this year and off the field? Mm -hmm. uh, I would say, uh, I mean, Kirk, Kirk's a great guy. I mean, I've had multiple conversations with Kirk. You know, he, he, he's the type of guy, you know, go around, sit with anybody, you know, at breakfast or at lunch, you know, to get to know him, you know, get to know his teammates. But, you know, I would say a great moment from Kirk, you know, uh, his leadership on the field. Um, like, uh, for instance, we uh, go out to London, uh, you know, we we play we playing um, not not to not not our best ball. And, uh, you know, we need we need our offense to come through and get us a score so we can win this game. You know, Kirk leads us. He takes us down. We score a touchdown. Uh, we're up. You know, defense makes some plays. You know, we end up winning the game. And then I guess off the field, you know, just seeing his his uh, openness come out, you know, same same game, same trip. We go back on the plane. Kirk puts on everybody's chain. You know, he's smiling. <laughs> he's getting into it with the guys. You know, that just shows you the type of, you know, person he's he's grown into. You know, like you said, you know, he's definitely uh, been opening up more. You know, we, we've been loving that out of Kirk. Yeah, I'd say everybody needs to just put up like 100 bucks everybody on the team and go get Kurt like his own little diamond chain. They got to be not big, a little, little small, little, little diamond, a little small eight or something. So some for Christmas, that's a hundred dollars. That's like 50, that's like $5,300 total. That, yeah, that's yeah, a nice little, you know, he'll, he'll probably, probably keep that in the locker room. He'll probably keep it in the locker room. He probably won't take it home. <laughs> He's got to take it home. Won't. He's got to take it home and, and wear it to the mall. Like just, just, just feel it. But, <laughs> last one uh you know when you talked about that about Kirk Cousins and all the things you're doing uh with the team and you know looking at the travel and the plane and all that stuff 
Um, as as a as a guy like Kirk Cousins, when he starts to do that stuff, do you now feel like like you said he has conversations now with people in the lunch, or he's been doing it though? He's always been that guy, but having conversations with guys in lunch, like, are you seeing everybody as a team kind of rallying around that as well and just trying to get to know each other? Percent, uh, and I think that's a lot to do with, like I said, Kevin O'Connell and this coaching staff. Uh, you know, they, they want us to know each other and they want us to be, you know, from the coaching staff to the players, you know, all know each other. So, yeah, I definitely think that has been going throughout the whole team. And I know Coach Keys, you know, Coach Derek Keys as well. Like, yep. you know, when the strength coach, it's never your last one. So I'm a strength coach. You I got one bonus one for you. When you and Kirk Cousins, because he's a Michigan State guy, you're a Michigan guy. Have you guys even talked about that yet, that this is Michigan State, Michigan week? Yeah, yeah, uh, we, we've talked about it. Uh, though the thing with me and Kirk, though, Kirk, when he was at when he was at uh, Michigan State, they was four and zero. When I was at Michigan, we were three and one. So like our times, okay. we we really didn't. It wasn't really too much, you know, back and forth. So like you know, we we let we respect each other in that way. Like you had your time, I had my time. <laughs> you know, let that be. But let that be bygones. You know, we're, we're teammates now. But me and guy like uh, Kenny, Kenny, uh, since we played against each other, Tristan Jackson, uh, Speedy. Oh, yeah. I against yeah. those guys, so you know it's it's different when it's kind of like we we <laughs> you know we talking to each other, you know we we saying our whatever about the game. So yeah, it's different with those guys. Okay, well you got to get Tristan. If they lose, you got to get Tristan Jackson to put that Michigan jersey on because I'm pretty sure, <laughs> pretty sure you got some up your sleeve. But I want to thank Josh Patelis <laughs> for joining me on the Ron Johnson Show today. And folks, let me take a moment to tell you about Built Bar, which continues to be one of the great nutritional treats that you can enjoy. Every single day. You need a little boost? Get some toffee almond, some German chocolate cake, mud pie built bar, salted caramel, double chocolate, or pumpkin pie puff with that marshmallowy center. It's so good. Made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently. They've got like 15, 16, 17 grams of protein, depending on the bar, and only around 150 calories. So it's good and good for you. Amazing flavors, 100% real chocolate. Built Bar, and you can get them 15% off at Built.com. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON15. That's promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. And remember, like, comment, and share. Let us know what you think. Is Kirk Cousins a diamond chain guy? If they get him one, will he wear it or will he leave in the locker room? Also, the connector, Kevin O'Connell, is Josh Wright. Are these life lessons helping this team move forward? Or is this just a team that's finally evolving and working under a new leader in Kirk Cousins? Also, I mean, if you're an Avengers fan, let us know what you think about that. Was he? Did he have solid picks? Is he Spider-Man? Is he Iron Man? Harrison Smith. Was I right on that? Is he Hawkeye? I don't know. You guys let me know. But remember, you can now find Locked On Sports Minnesota on the Amazon Fire and Roku apps. You can download the Locked On Sports Minnesota app to get all your favorite shows. Thank you. Have a great day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.